Thanks so much for joining us on Cranford Radio. My name is Bernie Wagenblast. The Cranford Dramatic Club is going to be putting on a new production, Crimes of the Heart. I am joined by two of the people who are involved with this production, Morris Moran, as well as Maeve Brady. Thank you so much for joining us here on Cranford Radio. Thank you. Hi, thank you so much. Why don't we start off, for those who maybe are not familiar with Crimes of the Heart, telling us a little bit about the play and what the uh, story is about, without giving away too many secrets. <laughs> it's about three sisters in Hazelhurst, Mississippi, in 1973, <laughs> um, and how they are coming back together after some time apart, because the youngest sister, Babe, is in some trouble, um, and it's about the three of them confronting what's happening right now and how their past together um, has impacted their relationships with each other and the relationships with other people in their lives. Um, and we have a three great supporting characters, one um, wonderfully portrayed by Danielle um, Chick, the, the jealous, nosy cousin. Um, then we have... The middle sister's long-lost love, Doc, portrayed wonderfully by Joe. And then the youngest sister's lawyer, uh, Barnett, wonderfully portrayed by Zach. And it's um, how about all these people come together in the midst of this crisis and find support and um, some humor and some conflict, and it makes for a wonderful piece. Morris, you're the director. Tell us, uh, from your perspective, uh, a little bit of your views of the uh, production, please. Well, you know, the one thing that I've, I've sort of emphasized to a number of people is, is this play was a real early play by Beth Henley, who went on to write a number of others, uh, fairly successful. Um, but she won the Pulitzer Prize for this play at the young age of 25, and, nope. and she won it before it even opened on Broadway. And, and so, and, and it was sort of accidental. A friend sent the play in for consideration, um, for a production at, uh, I think it was St. Louis. And, um, so somebody did it there and the Pulitzer Committee got a hold of it. Uh, and, um, I think, you know, she won it fair and square. The, the writing is so beautiful. The characters, are really mm -hmm. well portrayed. Each of the three sisters has a really dynamic personality, a different personality, and the way they kind of come together, um, you know, they're true siblings. You know, they they pick on each other. There's misunderstandings. There's jealousies and, and so on. Mm -hmm. But when push comes to shove, they're there for each other. And uh, as, as Maeve said, um, you know, the youngest sister has gotten in some trouble, and, and and so they are responding to that, and they're all pulling for her, and um, and each of them are sort of helping each other out through their own little personal travails, as it were. Definitely. Maeve, I see that this play is set in a Mississippi town. Do you have to uh, put on a southern accent uh, for the performances? Why, yes. Yes, I do. In fact, I have been, um, I also teach the curtain call classes at CDC, and I've been entertaining the younger, the younger class, um, going in and out of my dialect because the, uh, 
class takes place in the theater, so they've seen the set being built in all their different stages and, like, have seen the announcements around town. So um, it's a really fun dialect to work in. Uh, Morris had a really wonderful friend of his who is from the South um, come in early in the rehearsal process and give us tips and pointers not only on the dialect but um, Southern American culture in general, um, and then he was wonderful and stayed for a run through and gave us more um, tips about it. And it's just been so much fun. And I find that the key to working in, in dialects like this is, is, I mean, ideally consistency across every single person. What's really important is consistency um, within your own speech and finding your, your way into the dialect. So it, it, um, sounds appropriate and consistent for you throughout the whole show. So I have a grand old time, <laughs> and y'all better come see it to see how well I do. Morris, what was the, the what drew you to decide that you wanted to direct this particular production? Well, um, actually, it was kind of a, a, a mutual um, discovery on the part of uh, the CDC committee and, and myself. I had... Uh, I've directed there before a number of times over the last 20 years or so. Um, and um, so we were talking about different shows to do, and and they said, you know, would you ever consider Crimes of the Heart? Because that's one that we're thinking about, you know, and thought, thought would go over well with our audience. And I said, well, see, I absolutely love that play. Mm. I uh I had uh, seen the movie, of course, uh, back in the late 80s, and um, when, I guess it was probably in the mid-80s, I was a stage manager for a professional summer stock company up in Montclair, and they did the show, and just I just fell in love with the, the characters and the, the situation. And so when they suggested that, I said, well, I'd certainly be interested in that one. And so uh, next thing I knew, they had decided to pick it for their schedule and, and mm -hmm. gave me a call. So, um, And things worked out in terms of you know, rehearsals and setting it up in terms of a schedule. And uh, we have been lucky so far that no rehearsals were canceled for snow or extreme cold. <laughs> and um, I'm hoping that that luck continues over opening weekend here. This is a question both for Maeve as well as, as you, Morris. Um, tonight is opening night for the play. Are there special jitters that you have on opening night? What is that like compared with other nights of the production? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I I don't know if it's if I can describe how I feel like opening nights is, as jitters or, or nervous. I often feel like imbued with, with a um, a different level of energy because I love. Um, being able, my favorite thing about live theater um, is the the interaction and kind of the the presence that is created between actors on stage and the audience because you can you can feel an audience when you're up there. Um, so I, I I think more it's it's anticipation of how much I love that feeling. It's really like the the overwhelming. Um, aspect of my feelings for opening night yeah there there have been times in other shows where um i was nervous you know because things were 
still rough around the edges for dress rehearsal. Mm-hmm. They used to, you know, the old saying used to be bad dress rehearsal, great performance. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, you know, many times I would talk about the magic of theater descending because somehow or other everything comes together. I think a good deal of that is because of the the audience performance give and take, as you as you mentioned, babe. The uh, it, it's just there's an energy that that they give you and you give it back and then you know there's just quid pro quo kind of thing. Um, now that said, in this particular production, <laughs> uh, I can't tell you how calm I am. Uh, it is just a oh, very <laughs> uh, relaxing. I mean, this cast has been absolutely tremendous. Uh, when each of the the cast members, when I first saw them at auditions, it was one of those things where oh, I knew immediately, you know, it was like somebody said something or or did a little thing with their eyes or, or the movement, and I just was like, yeah, that's that's them, you know, that's the person. Mm-hmm. And um, and so that's been true all, all the way through. Um, they, they memorized their lines quickly. Um, they, they took direction. I don't give a lot of direction, but, you know, what, when I did, they, it was there the next time, you know, and, and they would experiment and we'd get to say together, yeah, that was working or no, that's not working. Let's try something else. And it just was, I mean, by, I think we were ready to open a week ago, you know, so, so <laughs> we're, we're in good shape. <laughs> Maeve, I'm sure you've done other productions. How does this compare with some of the other roles that you've played, either at the CDC or other theaters? The last show I did at CDC, let me think, I was in fifth grade, maybe? I did um, a musical production of Chronicles of Narnia, and I was a pink fairy, and I had a grand old time. (laughs) So it's nice to be back um, at CDC with something a little meatier. Um, I've actually done Crimes of the Heart before um, at a summer stock company that I worked um, down in Princeton for several summers. So it's been wonderful to revisit Lenny, um, the show with a completely different group of people, and also CDC, the house is um, like twice, two and a half times the size of the theater that I did it down in Princeton. So it's been fun to play um, in a bigger space and how that has has changed the performance. Um, I most recently I've done musicals, so it's really nice to be back doing a straight play. I did a production of Title of Show um, last like half a year ago at the Union County Performing Arts Center, um, and that was small show, four person musical up in the loft. So it's been really nice to. Um, brush off the, the straight play toolkit working in a slightly bigger house. So it's been really wonderful. Well, we should mention that the play does open on Friday, February 16th. The initial performance is at 8 p.m. Again, a, another performance on Saturday the 17th at 8. A matinee performance on Sunday the 18th at 2 p.m. And then uh, the next performance after that is on Thursday the 22nd at 8, Friday and Saturday the 23rd and 24th both nights it's going to be at 8 p.m. So lots of opportunities to uh, see Crimes of the Heart. I want to once again thank Maeve Brady as well as Morris Moran for uh, joining us here on Cranford Radio. And uh, I guess it's appropriate to say break a leg. (laughs) Thank Thank you. you.